This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso, and this is a special Dr. Peluso episode. Please don't sue me. I am not a real doctor, nor do I claim to be a real doctor. I don't have a PhD. Actually, I have a fake PhD in THC, and I am board uncertified. So enjoy this episode. But before, please make sure to subscribe to my YouTube page. Tell your friends how fun I am, how entertaining, how influential I am. YouTube.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. Check it out. And also, if you want to fix your fucking crooked ass teeth, I am still giving away $100 off your liners for Bite, B-Y-T-E. Go to the show notes. The details will be there as long as well as my link to give you $100 off your aligners and $25 off your first impression kit. That's bite, B-Y-T-E, bite me. Check it out. The link will be in the show notes. What else do I have to tell you? Also, um, you know what? Fuck it. Let, let's just get to the episode because it's been a hot minute since we've had Dr. Peluso. You guys know the spiel. You're here every week. I appreciate you. I love you. Please, I will ask you to rate and review the podcast. If you can take a moment, it's very helpful to know how you guys are enjoying the podcast. Give us a five-star review. Why not? You know, because if you don't like it, move on. I don't need your one star. This isn't a sushi restaurant. You're not going to get salmonella. Okay? And if you get offended, just move the fuck on. Life is too short. And if you want your life extended, you should listen to this advice by Dr. Peluso. Oh, she's here, you guys. What's going on? Let me fix my hair. I didn't get a good gander at how I look, but I look cute. I don't know if you guys can see, but I look fucking adorable. There's an outlet right here, just so you know we've got power. Hey, everybody. This is a Dr. Peluso episode. It's been a hot minute. How have you been? I'm sure you've missed the doctor. She's got her stethoscope and her <laughs> and her tots. Also, uh, not sponsored, but this hard kombucha, which is like, what's the point? You know, I might as well just have a Corona, but no, I'm like, I gotta keep, I gotta keep my gut health he- help. Hey, hi, 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 healthy. What? We're trying way too hard by making our alcohol healthy, but I'm here for it. Whatever. I'm here for it. You're here for it. I've already had a little bit. It also feels like not drinking because it's healthy. <laughs> Gingerly. That's how I want men to touch me. I have had a great day. I'm dressed like a sexy pirate because I just had to put myself on self-tape for a John Hamm project, which is a code word for our sexual endeavors. <laughs> the John Hamm project is my butthole. I am excited to get to your questions. We have a whole bunch of questions from, I believe, a couple a couple weeks ago. I've got them here on my trusty handheld device. We also have some phone calls to get to, some voicemails. I'm sure there's going to be... Um, you know, people, characters, there's always a character and somebody screaming in the background. If you would like to call into the podcast, give us a call. 913. Oh, wait, that's a lie. 513-916-0930. 
the numbers flashing on the screen. That's 513 fuck. 916 0930. What the? I got to get out of the way. I'm I'm trying to uh, you guys Sometimes your healthy endeavors really just fail to do anything. I'm trying to light this fucking paper so I don't inhale butane from my lighter, which I've learned is the healthier way to smoke marijuana. Meanwhile, I'm in a wind tunnel in my new house. There's there's like a wind tunnel. See, just in front of this flame, there's a fucking wind tunnel. There we go. Mama's better now. I know. Sorry, Dr. Daniel Amon. Sorry, Doc. Your girl's on the joint and the giant. You're welcome. I'm a giant lover of joints. Let's get to these questions. Spare it no expense, you guys. Dr. Peluso in the house to give you completely uncertified advice. Not a real doctor. Don't have a doctorate. Don't have a PhD. I have a PhD in THC. You're welcome. Buggy Dune says, girlfriend squirt straight up my nose. Nose has been mildly burning since. Doc? See, now, I don't know if this is a real question. It feels like it may be a joke, but I can see it being a possibility because of where your face is when you're down there. And I have to be honest, I googled squirting in in the porno category, as one does, just to see what type of things would come up. You know, I wanted to know what 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 was happening in the world of porn. And one thing I learned is that there's a guy, you know, now there's like porno shows, you know, like actual shows that have episodes and they're pornos. <laughs> it's like, you know, bitches out here working in LA for six years, can't book a TV series. But apparently if I can squirt, I would have a reoccurring role on a show called Doc Squirt. It's not a show, it's a porno, but there's it's a series. <laughs> it's a series uh it's one of my new favorite shows on net netflix like you flick your squirt get it anyways it this guy really knows what he's doing i like massage porn you know where the girl like gets taken care of and she's relaxed because it's easier for me to have an orgasm when i'm completely relaxed and so this doc squirt guy has got some skills and i'm telling you men listen to me if there's a man listening to this podcast, please Google Doc Squirt and thank your girl later because the technique this man works is magic. It's magic for the puss and every pussy needs a little bit of magic. So to answer your question, Buggy Dune, it sounds about right. If it's burning, that means your girl is a witch and you should burn her. Vlad the Paler, tickling. A solid flirting tactic or a punchable offense? It's a fine line, Vlad. I don't like to be tickled to the point when I say stop and you don't stop. That's like kind of rapey. If I say stop, please stop because it's torturous. Tickling can be torturous, but it can also be flirtatious. There's a fine line. You just have to know when to press and release. You know, tickling should be, you should leave a little to the imagination. You don't want to like jab your girl on the side and make her shart herself. That's not sexy. No one's going to have sex after you shart. Well, I'm sure a bunch of you dirty bastards have done that. But it's 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 a scenario where you need to really read the room. Okay? Don't jab her. Be gentle. Tease her. And, and you know, make her kind of 
work her way to you. If you give her a little bit less, she's going to like purr towards you. You don't want to jab her because then she's going to be, you know, you want her to like, you don't want her. You feel me? These are very scientific explanations. Ivan Q84. My wife doesn't like me to come on her face. Well, that's a personal problem. Ivan, does your cum taste bad? Have you asked her? Is she baking at the time? Have you been a shitty husband? Is she busy knitting? Are you in the way of her doing work? Is she on a Zoom call? Like, I need more details. Because, yeah, no, don't come on my face when I'm on a meeting. Zoom call. Please wait. Please wait for me to hang up and leave the meeting before you come on my face. And, you know, if that's something you like and she doesn't like it, maybe find something that she likes and you can do it to her to maybe open her up to doing something that she doesn't like but you do. You know, all relationships are a little bit of a give and take. And obviously you like to give her cum on her face, which is fine. You know, there's a time and a place. And it's now on her face. But an unsolicited cum shot, well, that can be a little inconvenient. Depends on the details. It depends on the scenario. What's going on in the house? So I would say have a conversation with your wife and find something that you both like and do it to each other and stop fucking bitching and just get it done or get a divorce. Melissa Jane, 81. Had surprise heart surgery last week. I'm 30 now and now I'm 39 and now I'm starting. I can't even read because I'm like, (gasps) how old were you when you had heart surgery? Had surprise heart surgery last week. I'm 39 and now I'm staring mortality in the face. No, you're not. Stop being so dramatic. (laughs) It was only open heart surgery. Well, it sounds like, Melissa, you need to make some life changes. Are, Are you predispositioned to having heart issues. I love how I'm asking a question on a podcast where none of you can respond. But if you have pre-existing heart issues, yeah, you might want to look at your lifestyle and make some adjustments. And if this is a fluke, I'm sorry, bitch, you've been held dealt a tough card and it's a matter of you figuring out how you can make the best of it. I know it sounds really fucking shitty and it sucks the scenario you're in. My mouth is not working half the time I'm on the podcast. My mouth doesn't work. It's like, why do you have a podcast, bitch? Your mouth doesn't work. But I think the reality is that you have to find a way to make it work for you. No matter what you're going through, if it's traumatic or just detrimental, the reality is is if you don't make it work for you, it will work you out. It will work you to the bone. So either you work it or it works you. And hopefully your heart still works. (laughs) Oh, she's lamping at herself. Bunny. Hey, guys. Excuse me. I am a doctor and I'm on a, I am podcasting. Carlin. These dogs, I swear to God. Hey, we're not doing that. I am doing a podcast. I didn't mean to yell in your guys' ears, but this is, you know, it's live and happening now. Slucy Grant. Have you ever come close to sharding? Wow. I read that really wrong. I was thinking about me coming close to someone sharding and it's like two totally different parties. Shart party and a cum party should not be in the same room, but sometimes they are. And that's just, you know, the way life is and you have to adapt and work on your feet. I have come close to sharding for sure. I'm a human being and I like tacos. Who hasn't come close to sharding? If you haven't come close to sharding, you're not living. You know, if you're not sharding, you're not living. And if it, if it ain't a little messy, it ain't living. That's how I look at life. As I spill stuff all over my beautiful shirt. I told you guys I did a podcast or an audition 
That's why I'm wearing my sexy pirate shirt on a podcast. I mean, sexy. Is it? We don't know. Smiley for me. How do I do anal with my boyfriend? We've tried and it won't fit. Please help. Okay. I'm an anal expert and I can say that because both of my parents are dead now. Anal's a very tricky endeavor to just try without going slow. You can't jam it in. And I don't care what anyone says. There's no time or place to jam a fully erect penis into an asshole because the asshole is a unique body part. The sphincter is muscle and it's contracted and the inside is very sensitive. So one of the best ways to start to do anal is if the girl is on her side and you guys are in a spooning position and she's behind you and she's pegging you. No, I'm kidding. She is in a spooning position, little spoon. You're the big spoon. And hopefully at this point, she has already had an orgasm. Hear that part again. It is much easier to try anal if you've already had an orgasm. Now I'm speaking from my own personal experience. I obviously can't tell you how to have sex, but I'm telling you my truth and that is my truth. So get her off. However works well for her, get her off, you know, flick the bean, lick the bean, dip the bean, you know, refry the bean, whatever you got to do. Just take care of the bean, get her off, get her nice and cozy, maybe massage her a little bit. It's all about making the woman relaxed. Relaxed is helpful for the ass. Relax ass, relax ass. So have an orgasm, pop it off, lay on your side. And as a guy, Lube is going to be your best friend and as a woman as well. If you don't have lube on your bedside, you're not slutting it right. I have everything I need right on my bedside table, a joint, a book, a journal, a remote and lube in my vibrator and a Bible that I come on to. I use the pages to wipe myself. Make sure you're lubed up for this scenario. This is not a time to go dry. This is not the dry with Eric Bana. Okay. It needs to be the slip and slide. It needs to be the slip and slide of your life. The best tactic and technique that's worked for me on my side and breathe, just make sure you're breathing like do a little Wim Hof scenario. A little breath work could help you. It's all about getting relaxed and focusing on your breath and being in the moment. I know it's starting to sound like a yoga retreat and it is for your asshole. You want to be breathing kind of fluidly, calmly. You already want to have an orgasm. And as a guy, lube up that dick. And just sort of ease it in. You've got to kind of heave and hoe gently, ebb and flow with the with the tide of the ocean. You know, you just got to go slow with this one. And you go in and you go out and you go in and you go out. You really have to be committed to the act and realize that it's going to take some time and you've got to ease it in. And women, men, whoever's doing this, whoever's receiving If you gently push out just a little as he's pushing in, it also helps you receive the dick into the anal aquarium. (laughs) It's like a vivarium. It's not really an aquarium unless you boofed recently or, you know, put put an enema in there. But you don't want to do that before sex. So it's more of like a vivarium where the dick's in there and then we're just monitoring it. Google the word. Go slow. Come. Lube breathe. Let me know how it works. Johnny Mac dating during the pandemic. It's fucking crap shoot, bro. It is a crap shoot. I can speak from personal experience. It ain't good. It's slim pickings. 
all that's left are zombies and and meth addicts. And I gotta tell you, I uh, I'm everyone's it, we're open for business, <laughs> but we're also closed. So it's very difficult. I think I think we need to get back to life and get back to being outside and talking to each other and not being afraid and. Yeah, being safe and washing our hands and being clean and not sneezing at people's faces. Basically, we should have always been doing that. So hopefully on the other side of this pandemic, we're just not like itching ourselves and shaking hands or being a little bit more considerate about our own personal amoebas and not making them mess up somebody else's flora and fauna and their own microbiome. We don't want to mess people up. Stop messing people up. So if you want to date in quarantine, wash your fucking hands. Okay, Johnny Mac. Hannah Arisi. Hannah Harisi. Why does weed give some people anxiety? Like even microdosing. You know, this is a debatable topic and there's a lot of scenarios at play. First of all, are you predispositioned is the word I've used three times. Um, are you predispositioned to have some mental illness in your family? Is there schizophrenia in your family? Is there bipolarity? Are there some existent mental illness issues that you are predispositioned to have? Cause that can make you more susceptible to having an adverse reaction when you're smoking the Mary J. Also, aside from having any sort of predisposition and being predisposed to diseases and, and, it making you more likely to have these reactions or, or outcomes, challenging highs, I like to call them, is the fact that you might be stressed out. Are you stressed out? You know, if you're somebody who tends to lean more towards an anxious side of the spectrum, weed may help you chill the fuck out. It can have a really great result, but it also can exacerbate your anxiety And one of the best things for me that's worked is exercise before I get high and, or sometimes I get high before exercise. It really just depends on your own personal preference. Hold on. I got to light my joint. But that being said, you know, you really gotta, you gotta, you gotta take inventory. Hold on. Let me get this thing going while the wind is low. We got low wind. Oh fuck. I'm going to set myself on fire. Ow. I'm a real stoner. I've got I've got my rope so I don't inhale the butane. It's so much better on your lungs. You've got to really take inventory of where you're at as an individual in the day. Are you anxious? Are you stressed? Are you sad? Weed can be a very reflective medicine where it sort of highlights what you're already experiencing emotionally and bring that to the forefront. So it's a really great tool in that sense that as a medicine, it can sort of help you face these emotions that maybe you're not really giving any time to. But on the other hand, like our friend Hannah Hersey has highlighted, she gets anxiety and she's wondering why. And even microdosing. It tells me that if you're microdosing and having anxiety, that lets me know or makes me think that it might have something to do with your brain chemistry. You might not be compatible with cannabis and that sucks. But the good thing is that for the most part, and I'm not a doctor, don't sue me. um, From my experience, allegedly, there's not much injury that can happen when it comes to smoking marijuana. That being said, there are extenuating circumstances and certainly things that have happened like two people that probably shouldn't have smoked. And anyways, but it's, it's a matter of you taking inventory of who you are, how you are and 
going slow. I always say go low and slow when it comes to marijuana. I get made fun of all the time. Oh my God, you don't smoke. You're just taking a little hit to pee, 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 pee. Yeah, fuck off, man. This is all I need. You know, I'm a sensitive bitch. I don't need a lot. So may- maybe it doesn't work for you. I would try microdosing with shrooms. <laughs> Weed doesn't work. Try acid. Let me know. Dick Doug. Why does my sausage hurt when it gets hard? Is it in a noose? Are you squeezing it? Did you wrap it in tape? Did you tie your shoelace around it? Is it stuck in a door? Is it in your dog's mouth? Is it in your mouth? Is it stuck in a bear trap? There's so many scenarios. You know, is this your way of trying to like humble brag that you have a big dick? I don't know. Why does it hurt? Because you don't give it any attention or maybe too much attention? Have you let it express itself lately? Yeah, I'm asking you, why does it hurt? Don't ask me. Why would I know? I'm not a real doctor. Go to your doctor because it sounds like you've got something wrong. If your dick hurts when you get hard, maybe it's broke. Who broke your dick, bro? Who hurt you? Ob Packard. Do you go back to someone who lied and cheated on you for good reasons slash their trauma? No, you don't. You You only go back if you don't love yourself. You only go back if you want it to happen again. You only go back if you're not ready to learn how to heal your own trauma because some part of you is so broken that you think you only deserve somebody else who is equally or more broken than you because you haven't learned the value of self-love, which can open you up to a healthy love and a healthy relationship. No, you should not go back to somebody who cheated and lied for good reasons and their trauma. That sounds like somebody who is a pathological liar. It sounds like a uh, sounds like my exes sounds like a narcissist and somebody who's taking advantage of your emotional vulnerability. Cause you obviously aren't strong enough to stand in your own truth and look at yourself in the mirror and say, Hey, I'm not ready for relationship love because I haven't realized how to navigate self-love. And so what I would say to you, Lex Delaney, who is a fan and is always chiming in and saying hi and supporting you've asked a couple questions. I'm sorry. It wasn't Lex Delaney, all Packard. I'm sorry, Lexi. I mixed you up. I would say to you that you need to do some self-care and some self-work and realize you're worth more than a broken puzzle piece. They won't ever fit into your puzzle. You've got to dis you've, you, you've got to um, break down your own personal puzzle and see what pieces are busted and fix it. I know that analogy was really shitty, but you kind of get what I'm trying to say is that you are the problem right now, not this person. And you have to just leave this person alone in the past because all they're going to do is hold you back from becoming your true self, which is somebody who deserves love and somebody who's healed and, and realize that you are attracting these people because there's a part of you that is not healed. And I'm speaking from personal experience. Good luck. Seriously, try some therapy. Kevinette, now that I've hit 50, my sack is dragging. Ball sack lift? Absolutely. Are you kidding me right now? Get a ball sack lift. Lift it up. Do it at home. Staple it. Get some Gorilla Glue on those nuts. You feel me? Get a little duct tape for that sock. Cock. Figure out how to tape it up. Okay? Glue it to your fupa, sir. Figure it out. Nobody likes a saggy sack. You feel me? You might have to be 50, but your nuts don't. Call me. I know a guy. Lex Delaney. Sorry, girl. I put your name. I read it fast. No question. But after being too scared, I finally went back into doing hair. Holla. Yes. 
why were you too scared? I mean, get back to doing hair, girl. This guy, Kevinette, could probably use a little hairdo on his nut sack now that he's going to have it lifted. We're going to need a, a ball sack blowout, girl. Help him out. He's going to step out with those 50-year-old nuts, and people are going to be like, 50? Are you 25? Baywatch. Hello. Look at those shiny nutties. Hello. Congratulations. Griff Talbot. I think he was starting my own photog business in upstate New York. Do it now or wait it out. Don't wait it out. Take this advice from somebody who has been very ambitious throughout her whole career and has done things immediately and then waited for things to get done and they never happened. Don't wait it out. What are you waiting for? You shouldn't wait for anything. Only food. Don't wait for people. Don't wait for problems. Don't, don't wait for opportunities. You have to go out and be, you have to be proactive. You have to make it work and do it because it's never going to get done if you wait for it to get done. So if you want to start your own photog business in upstate New York, do it. My cousin does it. That's all he does is photography. He's a photographer in upstate New York and he wanted to do it and he did it. And he, now he's very successful. Successful. And yeah, don't wait. What are you going to wait for, bro? You could be dead tomorrow. And the only photo you'll have is of your autopsy. <laughs> the crime scene where you were murdered, where your dreams and you were murdered. Julio Tapia, what's up? Favorite vacation destination? You know, that's a great question because I haven't been on vacation in a long time. I take that back. I went to Aruba, but you guys know how I felt about Aruba. Everyone's mad at me. Oh, you shouldn't be mad about, you shouldn't be rude to the Aruban culture. It wasn't about the Aruban culture. It's about all the white people who fuck up the Aruban culture. Listen to me. My favorite vacation destination, Italy. Yeah, the, the Amalfi Coast, it's just so beautiful. It is really something. It, it, it's just the ocean, the color of the ocean and the food and the wine and, and the fact that you might get sold into sex slavery. You know, there's just so many things that can happen there. It's truly magical. There's so much history and beautiful men, beautiful women. And the pizza doesn't make me all sneezy and congested. And the wine doesn't give me headaches. There is an effect that happens to you. It's like travel brain when you get over there and you just think everything tastes better. Well, it's just because you're happy to be on vacation and emotionally you get uplifted. And so the senses are intertwined with your emotions. And because you're so happy, everything's better. But I will, you know, even that Italian sausage, but that, I think that part's true. I didn't have any Italian sausage when I was in Italy, not in my mouth or in my butt. That sounded bad. We'll move on. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for your questions. Hopefully I helped you <laughs> from anal to sausage in my butt. What a spectrum of advice. How can you live without it? You guys don't forget if you want to submit your Dr. Peluso questions, it's about every Monday on my Instagram story. You go to Instagram.com forward slash Jesse May Peluso. And I post the question on Instagram and I answer a bunch there. And then the leftovers get put onto the podcast and, we also have phone calls. You guys can call in 513-916-0930. Let's take some phone calls and see what you guys had to say to the podcast. Hello, my name is Santiago Iglesias, and I'm looking to have a business partner for a cannabis growing company. Um, for more information, call me back at 954-248. Okay, so... Uh, it 
Santiago Iglesias wants me to be his can of business partner. Well, I listen, bud, I'm probably not going to call you back because I already was in the can of business and I'm currently, I'm still in it, but we sold our dispensary. So now I am just figuring out what my next endeavor is going to be, ironically enough. But I, I don't know if I can go into business with someone who just calls and leaves a voicemail on my podcast. <laughs> but then again, I appreciate the hustle. You're just cold calling a bitch on her podcast asking for her to partner up with you. I, I kind of respect the hustle, but I'm going to pass for now. Maybe you can send me over a doc, a Google doc on your business proposal. That would be nice. Jesse May Peluso comedy at Gmail. Go ahead and send me your business proposal. We can look at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, big sorry. You're trying to not, not answering Stan's calls. Um, this is Gio, and I'm my friend Ava, and we're just talking about you. And uh, we were trying to see if we could get a, a video call with you. Let's talk about it. Are they in a fucking wind tunnel? I want to know how I react to you. I feel like I'd be kind of starstruck. Yeah, so it, it all started because my biggest uh, celebrity, my uh, how do you say it? How do you say that? <laughs> my uh, these two are stoned in in an alley. There you go. And she asked me if I would get starstruck if I would see him. And I, I told her, I don't think I would because I feel such a connection to him that I, I probably just be as normal as I mean, how kind of connection is that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she said, she said you. And uh, tell me these two aren't like rolling on Molly. But anyways, I guess oh. we wanted, we didn't want to talk about it. We wanted to see about it. Are you guys trying to fuck? I love you. I love you too, but not as much as I did before. Oh my god, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'll play with you, Jesse. I'm a fool. You know, with you. I used to get really jealous when you talk about it. That's true. I was telling her about how I used to listen to your podcast before. Like, you would do them on. Um, Video? I think these two are having an, like a gentle argument. I don't even know if they think or realize they're on the phone. Um, that guy's thing, but your gay friends will tell, tell stories about uh, uh, hunting stories. Like you guys, uh, where you guys grew up. My gay friend? Yeah, you have, you have pretty interesting lives. You always inspired me. He loved you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Hope you're doing good, Jesse. Love you. Bye. Oh, I mean, it's still cute. It's still really cute. I think you guys were definitely like your your shroom hit when you called, and I respect it and I appreciate it. That it felt like you guys were just having a conversation, like in an alley under. I I don't know why, but I imagined you under an overpass, like a tr- couple of trolls. <laughs> Thanks for the call, guys. Let's see another another one. Oops, hold on. Hey, I don't have a question for your podcast, but I heard you on. Fitzsimmons and thought you were outstanding and then I listened to a show after that when you were doing your weed deal and it was very funny you're super entertaining and just wanted to I saw you on Twitter tonight and just saw your number and figured what the heck I'll give a call just wanted to tell you I think you're great super funny super talented super sharp he's trying to fuck look at that see how easy it is to compliment a woman 
Thank you very much. I don't know if you told me your name, but you're probably married and that's why you didn't tell me your name. No, <laughs> thank you. I was on Greg Fitzsimmons podcast. We had a great time. You guys can find it. It's called the Greg Fitzsimmons podcast. The episode was in the middle of quarantine. So probably about two months ago, but it was a fun time. Uh, Greg and I, that was when we met. We met doing the podcast. So it's always interesting when you talk to a comedian you don't know for the first time on their podcast, but we clicked. And apparently he has a big dick, according to everyone and his wife. God bless. Uh, hey, Jesse May. It's uh, just Daryl McMillan calling. Uh, just to let everybody know that uh, I'm out of jail, but the cops still have my computer. So I haven't had internet access for about a month. So I uh, just let uh, the whole crew know that I'm still up and kicking, but I'll be getting my computer back probably this week. The cops still have it. So um, let everybody know I'm alive and out of jail. All right. Peace. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Is that like my cousin? Gerald McMillan's out of jail, everybody. Congrats, Gerald. We're so excited. Please don't have any sort of recidivism, you know? Don't don't go back in. Oh, wait. Hi, I'm Jesse May, and I got locked out of my account. Um, let me know if this works. And I'll try again. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Debbie back when I was locked out of my account I told her to call and test it out that is so funny you guys remember when I was locked out of my fucking Facebook account for 10 years oh god that was brutal but thanks to one of my agents at CAA that girl she fixed it and I think she might have caused it but she fixed it (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like you know when you buy a car from somebody then your car gets stolen Check the person who you bought the car from. That's most likely where it went, you know? Anytime you buy something expensive and it goes missing, go to the person who sold it. Mm, shouldn't be smoking weed. It's Friday. Oh, it's Thursday. Well, it's close to Friday, you know? Like, I need a reason. Give me a break. Like, any of us need a reason. You know what the reason is? We fucking survived this past year. God bless. Let's do another one. These are fun. Miss Peluso, just wanted to stop by. I saw your little Instagram post. Uh, been following for quite some time. I think you're dope as shit. I don't really have a question for you. You answer them pretty much every time you speak. <laughs> but uh, just wanted to send some love. All right, I'm out. Oh, thank you. I like that I speak so prolifically that it answers your questions. That's basically what you're saying. I'm so prolific. I attributed that to my marijuana and kombucha use. Hey, Jasmine. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that I love your show. I love all the things you talk about. You've really helped me. And please don't play this on the podcast. But uh, I was the guy that did the Jessamay, I thought you would laugh at that. Anyway, um, you are absolutely wonderful, and I love everything you do. Okay? Keep doing it. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Hey, sorry. I mean, I, I look, the one thing about these messages you guys have to know is that they go into my account, and we just we play them. There's there's not much 
screening going on, which I probably shouldn't say because now I'm going to get a whole bunch of crazy phone calls. But Jesse May, Jesse May, Rula La, Ula La is, I like they said Rula La. Um, that's, they used to do that to me in high school. A couple people will go, Jesse May, Jesse May, Ooh La La. So did we go to high school together? I'm sorry, I played it on the podcast. <laughs> but you didn't say anything bad. Why didn't you want me to play it? You're married. You're married. Hey, Jesse May, it's uh, your vagina. Um, just call and check in. <laughs> Be nice to hear from you. Uh, you haven't really uh, taken care of me in a while. Um, I'm just down here in the weeds, you know? Uh, look, I get it. COVID's going on, okay? But it's COVID-19, not COVID-42, all right? <laughs> so let's, uh, let's back it up a little bit and realize that, you know, you need to come around down here more often than Haley's Comet, all right? <laughs> and it'd be really nice to have, like, a, a visitor or two. I don't even care if it's male or female. <laughs> Just somebody that comes down here and says, hey, I see you. I certainly smell you, but I also, I see you, and I'm here for you. And then I like my favorite thing to do is I like it when someone just um kind of barges in and out of me. You know, a lot of people don't like it when you keep opening the front door. You know, you let the cold air out, you know, you track snow in or leaves or, or mud or where you know, depending on what region you're in, you know. But um I, I I myself I like it when you come in and out the front door. Just come in and then come out and come in and come out. Just keep coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, you wouldn't know much about that because uh, you keep me all to myself. <laughs> anyway, um, is that Quiznos you're eating, by the way, up there? Fuck, man. That smells good. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're a good person, and I'm a good organ. So um, let's just some meet somewhere in the middle, all right? On your, on your belly button. Let's come on your belly button. And uh, all right, well, just made vagina out. Let's meet in the middle. Get it? Like me. That was one of my dear friends, Skylar Stone, voicing my vagina. And he's happily married. And I love his wife, Nicole. So God bless America. Uh, you're asking about time. Daryl Cohen. <laughs> Daryl McMillan. So I figured, what time would you like to pick? We can have open up time, party time, time to admit coronavirus is a psyop, or now it's just eternally now which one do you choose do you choose party time do you choose now do you choose fear time (laughs) do you choose not answer your phone time uh did his edible kick in what kind of time is it go time What, what time do you choose all right peace goddamn gerald out of jail we gotta put him back in jail what was that tripping me out bro Time, time, everybody, time. Okay, one more call. Let's do one more. Hi, Jesse May. My name is Darian. I'm from Nevada. Huge fan. Just wanted to let you know that I listen to your podcast every time it comes out. You're hilarious. I am 23 years old. I lost my dad when I was 16. I resonated with all of your episodes about your dad and hearing about your mom actually made me cry. So, Anyways, um, Grief Survival Guide Part 7 just ended, and keep going. I love you. Call me. (laughs) Bye. Oh, it's cheesy as it sounds. Honestly, you know, you guys know listening to this podcast, and as long as I've had it, five, six years now, I've been very open about my life, and I'm a goofball. I'm a comedian. 
I, I love to make you guys laugh. I love to bring joy. It's just, it's my calling and that might sound cheesy and I don't give a fuck. It's just the truth. You know, I don't know what else do you want me to say. It's my, it's my vocation, whatever. But the thing that keeps me going when I'm doubting myself are messages like that. And when I share, when I'm vulnerable, when I post videos of, you know, when my mom was sick and when my dad was sick and you guys reached out, you guys like as a collective whole hugged me in my hour of need. And I feel very fortunate and filled with gratitude that my experiences help you guys through yours. It's a way uh, for us to stay connected. It's a way for us to realize we're not alone. And that's honestly, when you think about it, that's a basic need for a human being just to not feel alone. And I'm, I'm petting my table because I'm nervous because I'm being vulnerable. I'm like, mm. it's difficult for us to admit that our fears, it's difficult for us to be honest about our, you know, our collective fear about being alone and, and being left. But I really, honestly, when you guys let me know how my experience have helped you through yours, it's, there's no other greater gift from what I do other than John Hamm booking the part that I auditioned for. But besides that, totally us connecting on a visceral level is important too. Totally important. But yeah, I hope you guys know that the reason I do this shit, first of all, is because I was ignored as a child. Second of all, because I love it. <laughs> and I do have a grief survival guide if you're just tuning in and kind of hopping around episodes and you're popping in and you don't realize that. I do have a grief survival guide. It probably will be... I don't know how many more episodes. we. I'm, I'm going to be recording another one. I think it's part nine. We've got... We're just going with it. And... It's me documenting how I'm doing emotionally through the grief process. So there will be another grief survival guide episode coming up. We, you know, for me, it has to be truly inspired by an authentic emotion and moment so that I'm actually documenting what I'm going through and keeping you guys up to date with my process so that, you know, while you're going through your grieving process, that it's normal. And it's common and it's not common and it's very personal to you. So I do appreciate it. I, I It feels great to be able to just sit in my new house in my cute little studio here with weed in my fucking kombucha and know that somewhere out there, somebody's dealing with grief a little bit easier because of me or anal. That's my spectrum. And I'm here for it. I truly am. I will have so many dates coming up. I'm going to be putting dates on my website. I'm going to be touring August, September, October. Let's see. I've got my calendar right here. Let me just list off the places I'm going to be. August, I'm going to be in Connecticut. I'm doing a winery tour in Connecticut. That's that's August. Yes. Um, also in August, I'm going to be in New Jersey. I'm doing a little mini tour in New Jersey. And September, I'm going to be in Alaska. I will be in Anchorage. I will also be in, hopefully, inside of all of you, in British Columbia, the, the birthday weekend, September 16th to the 19th, at the new comedy club there, House of Comedy. Weekend after that, I'm going to be in Edmonton. October, I'm going to be in Providence, Rhode Island. 
New York City, Atlanta, November. I'm going to be in Florida, possibly Montana. I've got a couple dates that might close soon. And December 31st, I'm going to be ringing in the new year. I'm changing up my routine. Normally in Syracuse at the Funny Bone, I do the Thanksgiving week every year. I've done it for about five or six years now. And this is the first year without both of my parents, and it just didn't feel right to do it. So I am going to change the routine. I'm going to change the tradition and create something new because I think that's important on the other side of grief. And we're going to do New Year's Eve. So check out New Year's Eve with me in my hometown, Syracuse, New York, at the Syracuse Funny Bone. One show, one night. It'll be a blast. And check it out on jessiemay.com. And make sure you guys, if you want to watch the video for the podcast, that's available now for free on YouTube youtube.com forward slash jesse may peluso subscribe like share tell your friends to join the page and how much fun and influential i am okay i'm a fucking influencer i'm not but i'm under the influence that's for sure god bless everybody thank you so much i love you remember that seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.